I found not being able to visit friends and for the cup of tea or to chat mostly, that I missed hugely from lockdown. A lonely time. You don't speak to anyone from the start of the day till evening time. A feeling of disconnect. My dad is in nursing home care and then COVID hit. I, I, you know, devastated about not being able to see him, but we're still, he isn't able to really take phone calls and he doesn't understand Zoom. Even the things we took pleasure in were put on hold. Music, singing, dancing. I think the last dance was last March 12 months or last February 12 months we danced. You really do miss singing because it's such a joyous thing to do and, you know, especially in tough times, singing just lifts you, you just forget everything. This inability to be able to express ourselves that way is compounding, I think, the feeling of loss and loneliness and sadness. One of the toughest things about COVID, not being able to see somebody you knew was in the latter stages of their life and you couldn't see them. And, you know, even when he went, we couldn't say goodbye. And it was, what are we going to do now? In the face of such sadness and disarray, is creativity a frivolity? Tanya Benotti, Director of Creative Ireland, believes it is a necessity. We passionately believe in the benefits of doing creative things. Just put very simply, it contributes to your well-being. The well-being of the people of Ireland is our greatest asset. For Dunshockland Choral Society, creativity allowed time and space for reflection during a very difficult year. I put a call out and said, could you just, it's fairly open. It doesn't have to be prose, poetry, verse. It can be anything, you know, just a list of words. It can be anything you like. Just email it to me on your reflections of grief and bereavement during the pandemic, or even just how COVID is impacting on you. Friend from the Coral, Joe, had, had just passed away a couple of weeks beforehand. And like he just came into my mind straight away. We never got to say goodbye. But I won't wipe the tear from my eye, for I'll hear your voice in that cold air. I'll see you stand by that empty chair. In that cold but always bright old hall. It, it was very comforting to, to actually get the words out and felt an awful lot better afterwards. Writing the song was powerful for each of the choir members, but it also helped to overcome the distance between those who were grieving. The only thing we had in common, we thought, up until this point, was that we all wanted to be there on a Monday night singing. Sometimes I mightn't talk to Trish or whoever from the other side of the group, from one end of the week to the next. All of a sudden, here we are, communally sharing our thoughts. While lockdowns were keeping us all at home, creativity gave us a reason to stay connected. Members of the Bealtaine Choir Waterford decided to meet on Zoom, even though many of them had never done that before. They were that eager to see each other. Folks, it's lovely to see you. Hello, good morning, everybody. I'm delighted to see you all again. Good morning. Don't be shy and do unmute. And if you have even the air of something, sing it to us. If you have the words of a rhyme, perhaps, maybe share it with us. A precious hour for the choir where there's no talk of COVID. The members could be sitting in their beloved home in Waterford Central Library, such is the sense of relaxation and ease. Dr Denise Rogers is Acting Principal Psychology Manager with the HSC in Wexford Mental Health Services. She's reflecting on the benefits of creative group activities. 
doesn't always have to be within a group, but there are benefits of being in groups. You know, the benefits about developing attachments with other people, about coming together, about sharing interests, you know, and particularly for the older population, you know, that loneliness can be such a, a significant factor that can have a domino effect onto, you know, physical and, and psychological negative impacts on an individual. So by creating these communities, it gives people something that maybe people never realise they need it, or maybe they try it and they don't like it and that's okay too. But it gives choice and it gives opportunity. How are you? <laughs> Still around. <laughs> when you see now when people join, they come on now and they'll actually say direct to somebody else, one of the participants, oh, how are you? How was your week? So it's kind of becoming very personal. Oh, today is my birthday, actually. Oh, happy birthday. I'm 82 today. I'm oh, delighted. Oh, wow. <laughs> tea and Ballet from Cork Cultural Companions invited participants to bring hot mugs of tea with them to their screens, relaxing as they watched scenes from Giselle. It's so significant that in the midst of COVID, when, you know, connection was so challenging that people found these ways that probably maybe offered us a solution to a problem that existed well before COVID to provide people opportunities you know to engage in creativity in groups online or to connect with people they maybe wouldn't have had the opportunity to connect with before for different reasons. If this had started last year when it was supposed to be launched I wouldn't have been there. I am not a go out person. I'm a quiet person. So when I saw it was on Zoom, I said, sure, I'll try it. And I can watch one or I can watch two. I can leave it in the middle of it. No problem because there was no pressure. And it's been amazing. I think it's really hard sometimes to, to translate into, into policy and, and onto paper the magic that can happen when you provide people with opportunities. To smile, to laugh, to share a joke, to initiate conversation that maybe wouldn't have been so fluid before. The elements are so simple, but what it can produce is quite phenomenal. Creativity can act as a bridge between memory and the present moment, as experienced by residents with cognitive or physical challenges at Castle Ross Nursing Home, Monaghan had provided us with dishes of sand and within the sand we hid shells and we hid pebbles. Reminding the residents of days spent by the sea. They all put their hands into the sand and felt for the shells and felt for those pebbles. Actually Orla gave us little buckets and spades too and we had one of our group and they proceeded to fill the bucket and make a sand castle and that was that person's memory of the beach years ago. And then there's cliffs up where the land hangs out, and it, the last few years it's all gone, disappeared, you know. Yeah, know. eroded. Eroded, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing has fallen down. Yeah. I'm always conscious when we say older people, you know, what is, what is an older person? We're aging from the day that we're born, and at what point, you know, do I become an older person, you know? And it's almost like this cutoff, and then suddenly there's, you know, all these ideas and predictions about what that's going to be. But we can chart our own course, our own creative path in life. We don't have to listen to those predictions or to those who say we cannot do what we long to do. At school, I was told you can't sing. I was allowed mouth all the words, but no sound could emerge because I would upset the other girls who could sing. Once I was told you can't sing, as far as I was concerned, 
Music had no part in my life. And that was that. Mary Trainer was in her mid-70s when she discovered the joy of singing. Anne got to me last and she said, well, Mary, and I said, well, I really can't sing at all. <laughs> and you know what she said to me? Nonsense, everybody can sing. And you know, it was amazing. It was, it was like somebody shone a light into my brain. Everybody can sing. And suddenly I thought, well, I must be able to sing and I'm not aware of it. And now I realize in my old age that I absolutely love singing. If creativity has been a lifeline to get us through these difficult times, we can also take hold of it now to buoy us up as we get ready to take on the world in all its colour, music and noise. What we need to overcome is that sense that it's not for me. Just dip your toe in the water, see if you like it. There's absolutely no obligation. As Tanya Benatti of Creative Ireland suggests, it's a great time to try something new. Dancing, moving, writing, singing. Something to boost our confidence and enjoyment as our freedoms increase. We are all a bit institutionalised. We are all finding our feet as we come out of it and that these are the kind of projects that will help you to re-engage, will kind of encourage you back out into the world as well. Arms up, push those hands down. Will you go down to the floor? I think it was a great achievement to get me to tip my toes. I'm 85 years of age and I'm very proud to be able to do that. Nobody's standing over us to say not to tear up papers and let them fall on the floor and not to do this colour with that colour. I come out feeling like a woman, a person, me, but I've been so long, so many years, just a wife, a mother and a grandmother and I've lost me somewhere in there and that brings me back to me. <laughs> <laughs>